0: This is a Virgin Media Originals podcast
1: series. Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of Hooked On, I'm a Celeb, with me, Fanula Jay. Nadia Ford is probably best known as an Irish model, but she's also dabbled in singing and acting, and had her own reality show entitled Nadia Goes to Hollywood, Plus, she's taken part in her fair share of reality TV shows, including Celebrity Masterchef and ITV's Keeping It In The Family. Nadia is one of the few Irish celebs to enter the jungle, and I recently spoke to her about taking part in 2014's I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out Of Here. Here's my conversation with Nadia Ford. Nadia, thank you so much for joining me on Hooked On, I'm a Celeb, uh, to talk about your time in the jungle in 2014. How was that whole experience? Can you describe it for anyone listening? I mean
0: where do I begin? It's mad. It is the it is one of the most surreal experiences I've ever had because obviously I I was very familiar with the show before I went into it. Um like I grew up kind of with Anton and Deck and I feel like they're part of the home. So um that side of it was surreal. And then when I think about the actual jungle process, it was honestly like a bit of a life Re evaluation camp, but just on TV and with a load of strangers that you've never met before. Um, So, that for me is what it was like. And uh, yeah, I, I know you hear this all the time with people that are in these kind of shows, but it's true. You forget that you're on TV, especially because I think you're in Australia you're a little bit further removed from your regular life and you because it's aired in a different country you miss the um you don't see the reaction until you get back to the UK and to Ireland so that process of it is it you just kind of feel like you've just gone on this I don't know like this retreat with a load of people that you have never met before it's just, honestly, that that's how I felt when I was in there It's like this is like Find yourself, you know, <laughs> find yourself jungle camp. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when you landed in Oz and you met your campmates and you kind of realized, okay, this is real life, I have signed up to this, this is happening. Did you find it hard to get involved, or was it a case of, okay, I'm here now, I'm going to make the most of this experience, and I'm just going to throw myself straight into everything?
0: Oh, do you know what? I was terrified at the very beginning because I remember, um, so it, my year our series that we went in um I was really scared of a lot of things a lot of like a lot of things and I remember and um, being in isolation right the, the night before we went into the jungle like being brought in and um them saying you know to, tomorrow you need to be ready to go and because you, you you have your time in isolation where they take off your phone and stuff like that so you don't know exactly what day it's going to happen uh but they come and tell you the night before and get ready to go the next morning and I was so scared um and I remember we went into so my group we were split into, and there was a public vote before um the program started. Half of the castmates were going to go into the slammer, and half of the campmates were going to go into the nice posh camp, which is not that posh, but it 's posh compared to the slammer and uh so the public voted who went into what so I went into the slammer with my group of people and um we were sleeping. Like it was like, the, it was like the jail um, uh, equivalent of the jungle. And I was so scared and I didn't realize, I guess, the machine of the ITV show that it is. I honestly thought, like, I don't know if this is really naive or what, but I really thought I was being abandoned with these people. Like I didn't realize that there was like, you know, uh, 250 cameras on and a and a panel of people watching me 24 seven security people and all that kind of stuff. So The, the, the show aspect of it took me a few days to settle in, but I used to go into the Bush Telegraph in the middle of the night. This is so true. I used to go into the Bush Telegraph and be like, um, sorry guys. And they'd, they'd be like, yeah, Nadia, this is like whatever time in the morning. I'm like, I'm really scared. Can we just please turn on the lights? Just slightly really. I can't sleep. I can't sleep. And they'd be like, okay, Nadia, we're always here. We're always watching you know don't worry we have people eyes on you all the time I think they must have been like this girl doesn't realize that there is like a 750 crew show around her but I was so (laughs) scared like honestly I used to just be like like I would go the first three nights that's what it was like I used to be like are you still there have you left us are we going to be okay and then once I kind of got into the flow of it then I was uh, a little bit
1: better everyone has an answer for this question I think when they're asked whether you're a celebrity or not people love to debate whether they'd do it how they'd find it whether they'd find it challenging but I mean you did it you lived it you can answer this definitively is it as tough as it looks yeah yeah 100% it's as tough as it looks like there
0: is no I remember you know I was in the same year as Gemma Collins and she had a breakdown as we were getting on the helicopter to go into the camp, we hadn't even gotten into the camp yet. And she was crying in the, in the helicopter. And I remember turning to her and I said, babe, have you not seen the show before? Like, I feel like, even though like I was the one that was, I was struggling with the toughness in my own way, but I was like, we weren't, we haven't even got there yet. We haven't (laughs) even done a trial yet. But uh, no, it's really tough. Um, The, you know, the lack of food is, is, is kind of the first thing that hits you because, um, you're obviously, you know, kind of on way less than what you'd normally see, get the headaches and all that kind of stuff. And then um, being away from family is really hard. Like you don't have those people that you love and care about and that opinion matters that you would go to and maybe be a bit of a sounding board to. Um, So that, that element, you do feel very isolated in that way. And just the like, you know, you really are, like there is no, Sneaky pizzas in the middle of the night. There is no three and ones being delivered when the cameras are turned off or anything. Like it's just 24-7. So um it is very, very hard. And actually, I was watching it um was it uh not last year, the year before, maybe I can't remember. Like they were being I was buried with rats and it was happening again. And I just it brought it right back and the feeling and everything like that. And I was just like Oh my god, that is so horrendous, and the smell is so bad. And then, literally, as I said it to my husband, I was like, "Oh my god, you have no idea how bad cockroaches smell. They're so bad." And uh, as I was saying that, whoever was on the TV was like, "Emma, it's not so bad, like that." And like, yeah, just uh, awful, horrendous.
1: You're just pointing at the TV, <laughs> being like, "I did that. That was me. I
0: lived that." As I was saying this, as I was saying this, then they said it, and I was like, "I told you, it's bloody terrible." But like also it's exciting and it makes you look at life in a different way. And, you know, you're you're all the all the things that we take for granted are taken away from us. So there is an element of the show that makes you reconsider your life, reevaluate your life. And there is there is actually, you know, something bigger happening. And I think that's why the public love watching it so much is that you go back to basics. And that's what we've really learned this year as well, is going back to basics and what we took for granted before. So there is a there is a for all its it's like horribleness and and um you know all the bugs and snakes and rats and the everything, it's got there is something to it, you know.
1: Speaking of learning things as well, what did you learn about yourself in the jungle while you were in there?
0: Oh my god, so much. Um it's a different person. It's a different lifetime. Um, I think being taken away from, you know, the the opinions of people of outside people, I, I kind of got to figure out what I really want in life. Maybe because you are just living day to day, and your world is that camp and those people, and nothing else. you can't. You have no access to anything else. So your world becomes very small, and then you realize maybe what you were concentrating on or focusing on that doesn't really matter you know taking it back to basics yeah just like meeting new different people and different cat mates and your relationships with them and their are amazing stories like I, I I was in there with Michael Burr and he was fascinating and I would speak to him for hours about his time on um you know on when he would report from wars and stuff like that and there's so much, you know, you have to remember as well, like there's only so much they can fit into a TV show, but we were there 24 seven. So there's so much talking time and nap time. <laughs> I think I went for three naps a day and there's so much um, just time together that you really, the human interaction is, is quite a big life lesson because you're maybe being, Kind of living. You're living with people that you would never meet in another circumstance or whatever it might be. So, I think the jungle for me was a catalyst to a life change, and figuring out what I really want from life, what I what I want to, you know, what I want to focus on and stuff, and what really matters to me. And I think that was the beginning. I think the the jungle for me was the seeds of that, and then it just carried
1: on for the years after. Um, yeah, it's 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 quite peaceful in there. I wish the current campmates could listen to this conversation and watch this cuz I'd imagine they'd find it incredibly reassuring. I am and I've I'm going nowhere near that jungle or the castle. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, like I I think I think it's good not to know what to expect. I think not I think for the campmates going in this year, it's nice to have those maybe those more deep and meaningful top, like parts of the journey let it be a surprise to them. I think it's good that they're they're like I mean they're 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 about to have the experience of their life, and then and then after and your life is never the same really so, again because it's just so primal, at times. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how they make the show in Wales this year and how they're going to do it in the castle and how is it going to be different and what's the the witchery grub going to be and and like because you know they don't they don't I don't know is maybe they do have sheep test- testicles in Wales I don't know. But yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting one. And it's, I think it's nice, a fresh change, a fresh approach to a show that's been around for so long as well. Um, and also just the fact that the the time that we're living in and the pandemic and, and so much filming, it's just such a struggle for it to happen at the moment. The fact that it's going to happen is amazing. And that, you know, it'll be kind of a staple in the in homes that we know of year in, year out, that we're going to be able to still have that, that time is great.
1: You spoke there about some of the bush Tucker trials you did. Do you reckon you conquered any phobias or fears or did you come out still absolutely allergic to rats and creepy crawlies and everything in between?
0: I'm actually really good with creepy crawlies now. My husband is terrified of spiders and he's six foot six. And if there's a spider in the house, I'm the one that gets called. And I'm like, oh, my God, come on. And I nearly like after the jungle, I'm, you know, if there's a spider somewhere, I'm like taking it down onto my hands. And I'm like, come on, like that, you know, like definitely more in tune with not being scared of that kind of stuff. Um, I'm still really scared of snakes. And I only had one interaction with a snake in the camp where um, oh, under my hammock one day, uh, a snake ate a rat oh, and God. we were all watching it we were all just sitting around watching this happen because not much happens in the jungle so we were all just like I was on the hand we were all just watching it and um anyway the snake ended up passing away because of it and uh, something happened and then they had to get somebody in to remove the dead snake but it was right under my hammock and smell and just the whole thing so um yeah that was uh that the snake thing I haven't gotten over yet but you know even like even the the process of not having your phone when you're in there i now don't use my phone as much still i can i can i can put instagram away for a couple of days no problem i can you know put my phone down and be completely present with my daughter and i think the jungle was was the beginning of that you know the the i remember when my my friend who came out with me she when i when i came out of the jungle she met me and she brought my phone with her as like one of the first things when when we got back into the car when I'd left the jungle. And I remember looking at the phone and being like, is this what a phone looks like? Like, honestly, <laughs> like, I know you're only in there for a few weeks, but it feels so much longer because the days are so long. So to me, I could have been in there for three months. I, I wouldn't have argued with you. It was any shorter or long. You know, I, I really. Yeah, it's amazing. I actually like talking about this because I haven't. I don't really go back and think about it like that you know so it's great that to talk about it it's really
1: I know a few people who could probably do with going into the jungle to get over the phone addiction and I am one of those people to be
0: honest <laughs> oh, I, would, I would have I would have my phone would have been my crutch beforehand and then you just realise how much time you waste on it so definitely something that I've taken with me and my and my probably my compassion with spiders and creepy crawlies is probably what I've taken with me <laughs>
1: Let's talk about the reaction to you joining the show on social media. I think it's fair to say that it was fairly polarising and I think unjustifiably so, as we know with social media, it can be a breeding ground for the most toxic oh, behaviour. Mar- to be honest,
0: I don't I I don't know exactly the ins and outs of what I said because I have such a rule with myself that I don't search my name on anything because it's really um soul-destroying sometimes if you do and you have to realize that you know what people say online is not probably what someone would say to your face um I mean listen if somebody if somebody hadn't had a problem with me joining the show that's really the, the the probably one of the nicer things that people have said about me online I've had some terrible things so I mean I don't I I totally understand you know I um their opinion is valid I um yeah I don't I don't really know what people were saying I don't because your phone's taken away from you in isolation so I don't I didn't see the reaction I didn't get to 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 live that if you get me yeah um yeah so what was (laughs) that
1: we we won't get into it all complimentary (laughs) (laughs) no I don't know
0: I think as well like when I was in the jungle it was a different time online was only really starting. Instagram was only really kind of budding. You know, this is like how many years ago now? I can't remember five, six years ago. It's a different kind of landscape. Body shaming wasn't a term yet. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think, you know, I think I, you know, I, I I definitely had people have a go at me about the way I looked and, why I was there, or you know what I did, or not did, or look, or anything, everything. Um. So I just think it was a different. It was. I feel like nowadays we're. Way, I don't know if it's like better or worse, but we're definitely more aware of like the word troll or keyboard warrior and what it means. And um, people are, you know, you. I think we have a, a better understanding of of. You know, it's just. You know, Twitter can be a very angry place social media can be quite an angry place. It can be a great place too. But um yeah, it's just like I when you when you think about, you know, the thing that the things that were said about my body and stuff like that, because that was one of the things I did, I was very aware of when I came out. Uh, because I used to have journalists ask me straight out about it. And um I just think it wouldn't happen now. I just think people have way more respect for body image. And uh it's just a, I, I think it's you know we've really come to terms with what you can and can't say to somebody, um, but yeah, I I think you also can't expect to put yourself in a public situation like a TV show or on TV or film or whatever it might be and not get opinions. So I'm not going to say that opinions are not valid. You
1: know. How do you feel being a part of I'm a celeb impacted your career? And you talked about the after for the current housemates now. What was your after and those kind of months? following your exit from the show
0: I think it was amazing in a lot of ways because I had always wanted to perform an act and I did it as a kid and then I kind of went into modeling and modeling was kind of for me anyway coming from uh you know a working class background it was um money you know to 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 live my life and to to give myself a home and that kind of thing um but the, the love for performing and, and that had never really left me. And I think the jungle gave me the opportunity. Like after I came out, I went on tour with a West End show. I it was, you know, I, we did a film. Um, you know, I kind of probably ended up having opportunities that I never would have gotten if I hadn't gone in there. Um, so I'm really grateful for that. Um, and, yeah, it's just yeah. I probably wouldn't have done all the stuff that I've done since. Or um, yeah, so I, I don't. I I think it's, it's impacted me in a in a in a positive way. I think
1: you mentioned your lovely little girl Wyatt earlier. How is she? And how has life been uh, under lockdown? <laughs> She's amazing.
0: She's incredible. And um, it's. But you know what? Lockdown has been kind of. a, a It's been tough because it's. I've been away from my family. I haven't been able to be home with them pretty much all year. I got to see uh, some of my family in the summertime when everything kind of eased up. But uh, we obviously live in London, so um, I'm not with my family. Uh, It's all over Zoom and um, FaceTime. And I think, thank God for Wyatt, because it's given me a focus outside of the craziness that's happening in the world. And also... um, You know, we, we might not have had this time together if we weren't in lockdown, you know, as a family, the three of us having uh, this time. So I'm really. In a way, I'm I'm really grateful for it because I know when she's older, I'll be like, God, do you remember when we were together every moment of every day and then you don't want to hang out with me at all. <laughs> um, but then in some ways, it's really tough because I would just love to be able to go and see my family. But listen, it doesn't matter if I'm living down the road from my grandparents or down the road from my brother, we still can't see each other and that's the hard thing about this year. So, um, you know, my situation is no different to any other family out there. We have to kind of stay apart to... Keep each other safe. So, um it has been a really lovely um kind of distraction for me and keeping my focus out of of the uh, the craziness.
1: And finally, do you have any plans for twenty twenty one? Are you letting yourself think that far ahead, or are you are you blue sky dreaming?
0: No, no, no. I, I do I, I do, but it's just at the moment making sure it's COVID secure and what can we do and what can't we do. Um, i'm yeah it's all up in the air right now because of covid i'm actually hoping to do actually a show with my friend but she's doing a show for the cork opera house we're hoping to, we're hoping that we can go ahead and stream it um in the next few weeks but, but that that would kind of be the only thing before next year and then next year will be we'll have to wait and see what how we can manage it and um we've a couple of a couple
1: of options, so we'll wait and see. We'll we'll talk about next year when we've reach next year, but yeah. Absolutely. Sound advice. Nadia Ford, thank you so much for speaking to me today for Hooked On I'm a Celeb. Great to chat to you. Thank you. And that was Nadia Ford on her experience entering the jungle back in 2014. Well, it's not long to go now until series twenty of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here hits our screens on Virgin Media One. You can catch the first episode this Sunday night at nine PM, and then the following morning you'll be able to hear what me and the rest of the gang thought of it. We'll be dissecting all the antics from the Welsh camp, which won't have any bush-tucker trials. Hmm, interesting. We'll have to wait and see what the celebs have to endure instead. So until then, from me, Fanula Jay, I'll chat to you on the next. Hooked on, I'm a celeb.